0: Welcome to Feeling Female AF, the podcast where we'll discover and share new ways to navigate all the feelings that come with being female.
1: Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode. Hello. So this week we are on season two, Um, if you listened to last week, which would have been the winter's part of your menstrual cycle, so you bleed. Okay. So we are moving on to the spring, That's which right. is essentially when you stop bleeding until you ovulate, but maybe before you ovulate. And this is where the tracking is very, in. well, for me, I think it's more personal. The well,
0: yeah, definitely, because we're not here to say from day six up until day 14, you will feel like this. It's a general guide. So everything we give you is a general guide as to how you may feel. You might feel completely, completely different and yeah. that's fine. But yeah. this is generally sort of the direction your body and your mind and your spirit should be going in your springtime, which of course will be your follicular phase of your, of your cycle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's one of them, isn't it? It's, it's weird because it's kind of like you read loads of stuff on the internet or in books and it kind of gives you a guideline. So you share those guidelines in, in in so that people kind of know what time they're looking for but somebody's spring might be 24 hours they might literally have a long winter long summer and they only feel this spring energy that we talk about for a day or so it might be a few days it might be longer you don't know but they kind of the winter they put on is 6 to 10 but we would say finish bleed to anywhere up to ovulation it might be a little bit before Yeah, Uh, definitely. Science-wise, this is where estrogen and testosterone are increasing. And supposedly collagen levels in your body are like boosting, so you tend to get this like glowy look that comes with being in your spring.
0: Totally. I mean, obviously I'm always glowing, but I glow more (laughs) in my spring. (laughs) (laughs) And then I guess if we talk about
1: like the tree, analogy um, we used last time
0: yeah so basically when we said about our winter with the the tree being everything being internal so you don't see the root systems or the I don't know what you call the inside of a tree if I'm completely honest but the root system is what I'd mainly go with everything is inside it's away it's not showing its full leaf and it's just hibernating and ready get oh sorry getting ready and resting for that springtime and then spring comes and boom what does it have? Buds. And I think that's the nicest thing about spring is everything is sort of fresh. You're re-emerging from your cave and taking a look around. And that's where different sort of feelings and emotions will come into it. So I know we sort of feel a little bit tender, you and I, don't we? And it's a bit sort of, I don't want to say baby lambs or I know I've said tree buds, but you know, like new flowers that are sprouting that, you know, they could still get damaged by frost, but yeah you're gonna try
1: (laughs) yeah there's it's weird isn't it because everything that you associate with spring and how some other women that we've spoken to experience spring it was very playful and like you know when you imagine baby lambs you do imagine them like having a play and all of that don't you but you don't you don't necessarily see the other side so much with people whereas for for me it's um yeah, it's, it's more anxiety, vulnerability, like there's this pull between two directions. But I think we spoke last time about like the masculine and feminine bit. Yeah. That the autumn winter is more feminine and going into yourselves and that kind of thing. And I used to fight the feminine side of me, which I've learned to accept through cycle tracking. And I think that pull back into spring where you'd be heading more towards your masculine energy, it seems really conflicting to me. That it's like, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that you've been all cosy and warm and shutting off from the world and then you're venturing back out again. It's like you're a newborn again. So I suppose it all makes sense for the spring. It's just, yeah. whereas some people describe it as like light and playful and, you know, here's your time to take risks. I'm usually kind of like, oh, good God.
0: <laughs> no, I know what you mean completely. I think I I like to stay in my winter. I uh, you know, I've just had this lovely episode where I get to stay in and I get to rest and recuperate. And then you want me to go outside again. Sorry, no, I'm nice and cozy. Like, don't push me out the nest. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, it takes me like, say me a, a couple of days, potentially could take longer or shorter, depending. But if I treat it right and go, okay, this is where you are, then I can step outside of that. And I can Experiments and I can t- test new things and dip my toe into the pasture, you know, and, and it will be safe and fresh and nice and it's okay. But that's the other side of it, isn't it? Then sometimes you can feel like, all right, everything's fine. And you run with it. And then it's like, you're flawed again. I know you've experienced that more than what I have, I think.
1: Yeah. But I think it's if, if I get the boost in too early in winter and I don't, I don't respect the fact that it's winter, then I'll get the, The energy will kind of last five days or so. So it'll take me the end of winter and into the start of spring. And I think spring's going to be all good. And then the next minute I crash and I'm exhausted and I don't understand why. And usually it's because I've kind of taken off a bit too early. Um, But I almost, (laughs) I feel like, do you know those cars you used to have when you were little and you pull them back and it would like charge the wheels up almost and you let them go and they run off. I feel like you've been pulled back but I've not been let go yet. It's the only way I can describe it. It's like, there's all of this buzz inside me, but I don't seem like I'm ready to want to do anything with it. But then the noise in my head starts to get more like, why aren't we doing something with it? We're full of energy. Um, I was reading something I'd written a while ago where... I had that surge of anxiety and energy and I didn't know what to do with it. And I'd written that like, I I should just talk about it. So I talked about it. And as soon as I'd spoken about it, I said that inside me, I wanted to run around like Phoebe on friends. I couldn't like (laughs) drop this feeling of just wanting to run around like a maniac. So once I'd said it out loud, I just did it. I just ran around the house like a maniac or outside. I can't even remember now. Um, and then I put on some fun music and danced around the kitchen and did some cooking. And then it was like, ah, it's okay. So maybe it's that like, maybe it is playful energy. But because you're an adult, you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't know.
0: It, yeah, it could that's be. I never really um, that's but a good
1: thought of that. That's just come out now because
0: I'm suddenly going like, no, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thought because strangely enough, well, not strangely, but coincidentally, the sort of exercise that you should be taking part in generally on your on your spring phase is that dancing it's cardio based stuff isn't it it's dancing it's running uh hiking or cycling whatever you want to whatever your choice is but it's it's that burst of energy that you do need to use you've done the right thing for yourself there
1: yeah Uh, it's just hard to like i don't know it's like your mind almost doesn't want you to it can feel the energy it must it must just be that transition between and that's so different and you only get a short it's a short space of time isn't it every month to go through this cycle it's a short space of a time to adapt to
0: yeah all the yeah. time
1: feeling like different things but also whilst you've mentioned the exercise another thing i read said um you should take extra care to warm up and cool down during spring yeah. because whilst you have got all of that energy you're supposedly more likely to injure yourself um now, whether that's because you've got all of that energy and you tend to go crazy and not think about how careful to be and all of that, or if it's just your body, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, a little more injury-prone, apparently. Yeah, it's
0: good to take note of that. And it it's one of those, like, if we're saying these exercises and you're thinking, well, I don't do cardio, that's fine, but you might want to go for a longer walk, maybe walking at a slightly faster pace than what you're used to. You You might just feel like you want to... I don't know, energetically clean something, but you won't realize that you're doing a cardio-based exercise sometimes, and then it's like, oh, hang on, I was a bit manic and I was doing this. So it doesn't always fit for everybody, but at the same time, well, I'm saying do cardio-based stuff. It doesn't mean that you can't meditate or you can't continue with your general exercise plan. It's just be mindful, like you said, of the injuries, and you might not want to do so much of it, depending on yeah. Your sort of exercise plan is if any
1: yeah like you might if if you're a yogi you might go away from your yin practice of being still yeah. and stretching into your like more dynamic flow something that's a bit more active it's it's kind of more active you might have more energy to burn so look for ways to burn it as opposed to you have to do cardio kind of thing is it it's, it's whatever yeah. works for you but it's harnessing the energy you've got naturally
0: because of yeah. being a wonderful woman Exactly. Exactly. So, I know that with the foods you sort of need for for spring, I really struggle with in some respects because, again, I think because I I like to honour my winter so much, I get into that mind set of being like, okay, soups, stews, warm stuff, and when it comes to spring, it changes again to if you think of, of spring, the season, it's your fresh vegetables, it's fresh and light and salads and that doesn't always fit in to the time of year we're living in. So if you're in the depths of winter in the UK, the last thing you want is a cold salad sometimes when it's, when it's, you know, the wind biting at your heels every time you walk into work or whatever, but it's being mindful that you can still have like steamed vegetables or sauteed vegetables, or, you know, there can still be fish proteins, whichever way you have it in there as well, but keeping it fresh and light is the main thing. Um, and avoiding sort of the stodge that you might be more attracted to in the in the winter time yeah um, one to be mindful of again whatever works for you but you'll notice if you fit into all these sort of categories with everything else the springtime that type of food will help through that season as well
1: yeah it the food i'd say is probably the the area of this that i pay less attention to which is maybe something to work on but I think the the winter in the actual winter, yeah, I can definitely feel the difference of need in that, and perhaps the spring in the actual spring because I was in spring recently and really wanted a salad. So yeah. you know there might be some in, intuitive eating going on there, but but yeah, the the food I don't notice other than other when it's craving based, I don't notice a pattern so much. Maybe maybe I'm just able to be a bit better. Well, I eat. More like more vegetables and stuff, and a good mix of veg and protein and carbs, and eat well on my spring and summer probably. Whereas winter, I'd probably end up heading more towards the naughtier stuff because of cravings. Maybe in autumn as well, but yeah, spring summer I think I probably just find it a bit easier.
0: But I'm not conscious about what I'm eating in the in the seasons. Yeah, definitely I want to try maybe take take note but again it's one of those where as much as I want to honor every cycle I go with what works for me so yeah. I know that you should be having like steamed vegetables so I've already prepped that ready for my meal this week but that doesn't mean I'll stick to it throughout the week consistently it's just I will add that into other things that I'll be having um but again, I couldn't say hand on heart that it definitely helps. It's just I'm kind of used to looking into it, and I do I do look at the food side more. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> it's just whatever is important to you, isn't it? For me, it was like I said on the the last episode. It's all to do with mental health, and I noticed patterns between you know episodes where you didn't feel so great and it'd been in line with your cycle and that kind of thing so that's where I pay more attention it's how what are my feelings like associated with this cycle what changes that what patterns are emerging there so that's the bit that I keep an eye out for the most I guess yeah. so I tend okay. to like even over winter you need all of the self-care and you're like retreating I think spring I really have to be mindful of how I'm feeling. Um, Like we said, you know, to try and protect your diary as much as possible. Yeah. Sometimes I can um, over plan spring and summer. And then if I'm feeling that anxiety or a bit more uh, vulnerable than I I sort of thought I might do in the spring, then I have to be like moving stuff or cancelling stuff sometimes and trying not to put that pressure on me. Because whilst the books say you should feel a certain way, it is a guide and it's personal. And so I don't always feel like that. I might have two out of the two out of three cycles where I feel like that and one where spring really kicks my ass and it's not nice.
0: No, completely feel that. I um with you saying about planning, obviously that's a really big part of spring, is that you should be planning for the rest of your cycle and planning and what you should be doing and at the same time as planning, use your spontaneity as well. So it's it's a difficult one. I feel like it's um it's very contradicting the spring because it's it's a great time to plan and also to take risks. But I find it hard to separate in my head. How am I supposed to plan everything and then take risks and be spon- spontaneous? Oh my gosh, I can't say spontaneous. it. Spontaneous.
1: Spontaneous.
0: <laughs> um, at the same time as as trying to be focused on things and I know it's, it's a lot to do with creativity isn't it the spring and it's it's letting new ideas come in and taking risks and like we say like you baby lambs running around and they don't really pay attention to the wolves that are lurking in the bushes and that's fine until they get you <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> it's that difficult time I find and maybe it is mentally quite draining for me and I don't I, I tend to not pay as much attention to it for some reason. I like to skip through it. Um, but maybe that is just how my spring feels for me is that I'm not really here and I'm off in my brain because I'm thinking about things and I might be planning forward and I'm not really focused on the here and now. I'm focused on what's going to happen for the rest of the cycle. So I could, like you say, already be doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it feels hard to it feels hard to try and... Settle it onto. Oh, this is spring. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, I can, I can feel that this is spring because I usually don't feel very nice. (laughs) I mean, usually got the anxiety, of so I'm like, oh yeah, we're in spring now. But it's how long it is and all of that. Like I don't know about you, but body wise, my bloat from winter tends to show up in spring. Um, It like it like carries through. And the swelling can be there and all of that. Like, I mean, we've been drinking at the weekends and eating not so much of the good food. So I'm swollen now, but I am in my spring right now. Um, I think stuff like that affects me a lot, lot more. Um, Easy put on four pounds just from, just from eating and drinking the wrong food and it's all water retention. So I've, I've got a lot of swelling going on, but, then as I get towards the ovulation part of it, it's like everything strips off. So I definitely feel that, like, glow that they talk about. Like, I think your your body seems more defined somehow. Like, your face looks different. Your eyes look brighter. Like, I do notice a physical change. Yeah. Which I never, like, never noticed before, ever. Really? Yeah, I just didn't pay attention to it. It was only because we were tracking stuff, you suddenly go, like, oh, I do my body is different like all the time. But Then I probably like went out and drank more often and yeah. weight was up and down more often, whereas it it's probably like the one time it's actually been consistent as whilst I've been cycle tracking. So therefore you've had more chance to compare the same data, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Because if you're not cycle tracking, You're not going to pay attention to all of these things and know when they are because, unfortunately, the only way to find out is to log your details a majority of the time. And I'm not a a daily logger, but I'll log when I notice something. And that's the most important thing, I think, isn't it? Um, Everything about spring makes me nervous because I don't want to run before I can walk. And I know you have to be careful when you're re-emerging but also there is still that hint of excitement for me and i do get quite i get quite frisky yeah so, yeah that's what one thing i'd probably say i know it was more than anything is i do get frisky and i seem to have a lot of frisky dreams and it's not like it's yeah. seem or anything but they are you know i don't know more sort of emotionally attached than they would be anything else um yeah. it's it's a funny one because at the same time I think I, I am ca- constantly panicking about running before I can walk and making sure that I'm not doing that. So I probably put a bit too much pressure on myself to make sure I'm okay. Like you say, you don't want to experience the anxiety, and it yeah. can work for me in the spring. So I'm constantly guarding against it. Maybe I need to relax more into it and just be yeah. more, more lamb-like.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I have to say, I think I, I think because it's not like winter or autumn it, spring is um it's kind of the middle ground between the amazing time of ovulation it's it's a bit of a, a middle ground but it isn't all bad like i do notice things like i want to see people more i enjoy seeing people more that social side of you comes out like the extrovert is creeping back out whereas i really enjoy being introverted and away from people during the winter it's nice to be like wanting to see people and I think when the anxiety isn't present the seeing people makes you feel ace and you you really vibe off it a lot and the banter comes back like I notice it the, the most if I'm uh, messaging people on like dating apps or messaging your friends like the quick wit seems to come back and you right. didn't realize it was missing but suddenly you, you, you've you got that ability to like have a bit of banter or be a bit creative or poke fun at people a bit more, whereas you wouldn't have done that in the feminine side because you, you're like this whole other person and whole other being, whereas then you're like, hey, <laughs> I like. So it's not all bad. It is, it's nice and it can be playful. It just, it does have that edge.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Now that I'm thinking back to to messages of seeing messages from yourself, because I obviously, I know, Mostly where you are in your cycle, I can tell when you when you're in that sort of banter mode and you've got all the light humour coming forward. I'm like, oh yeah, she's feeling fine, is she? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's hard, I think, as well, especially with um with COVID, where you haven't been with people. Because I live by myself, you don't have the opportunity so much for banter and stuff. So you you don't notice that it's lacking until you're emerging from your cave, which is winter, but I suppose really we've all been emerging from our caves, which have been the pandemic.
0: Yeah. So you're kind of
1: noticing things a little bit more, but it was was much more easy to track your cycle, I think, during the pandemic because it was something to focus on and it was all you had to do and life was very similar so you could notice the changes, whereas now you've got to throw in all of these activities and going out to different places and all of that, it makes it a bit harder to remember to track and to compare the differences because different things are happening all
0: the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I suppose the main thing that I'd say for people to notice with their spring is trying to recognize when it appears, when you start to feel that that buzz of newness or reemergence or whatever you want to call it and take note as to how it shows up and how long it's there for, and is it blending into your summer more, or is it more like your winter, or are you experiencing completely different things to what we've mentioned, and is there something else that you might need to look into, because I mean we both know, and have obviously conferred with each other, that not every spring is necessarily the same, yeah, and it does alter, and I think that's really important to remind everyone that it's not a consistent thing that's going to happen. It's not going to feel like this every time, depending on what's happened through the rest of your cycle or in the rest of your life, whether that be work or home life, then it is going to show up differently for you because it'll either be perfect and right through to everything it says in the textbook, or it'll be completely the other way, and you'll think, what the hell has happened here? Yeah,
1: exactly. I think if you, like, I struggled if my... Parts of the cycle weren't in line with what the things we read said they should be like, and it was like I'd I'd almost be harder on myself and be like, well, that's not what spring's meant to be like. If if they matched up, I could be like, oh yeah, this is what being a woman is like, and I'm happy with this. But if they didn't, I'd add the pressure. But there's there's no need for that. Just looking at, you know, like we used the example before. If you end up having a really busy winter that's out of your control and you can't get you can't change that. You may have a difficult spring. So maybe thinking if your diary's a bit better, can you give yourself back some of that time? Can you book in a bit of self-care because you didn't quite get it during the winter? It's, It's just looking at things that could affect it. Or if you think, actually, I have treated myself really well during winter. I have been really slow and gentle and spring's just not a nice time for me. Then look at different things that work for you but like you say it won't be the same for everybody i'm sure as well when we did the the gina torres stuff there was something about if you've had like a trauma in your childhood that spring can be the time that it, it comes out so it might be that it might be um you know your inner child might be speaking to you maybe go get some therapy and see if you can deal with that you just don't know do
0: you everybody's experiences are completely different definitely so as a whole there, spring, think of new buds, bunnies, obviously baby bunnies. Yeah. Labs, you know, freshness, newness, re-emerging, leaving the cave behind, stepping being out playful. In, yeah, stepping out into the pastures, taking risks, being spontaneous, planning for the rest of your cycle, not putting too much pressure on that planning, maybe trying some creative things. Um brainstorming and using your imagination and being curious but just remember to not let yourself re-emerge too quickly without a plan to go forward with.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just let us, let us know what your experience of it is if you do end up tracking your cycle and notice any patterns or that are similar to what we're saying completely different we'd be interested to know. It's always good for us to hear what everyone else is experiencing. Always. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And we'll speak to you
0: all soon. Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please remember to like, rate and subscribe.
1: If you'd like to follow us on social media, we are Feeling Female AF on Instagram,
0: Facebook and Twitter. You can also join the conversation in our Facebook group by searching the Feeling Female AF Lounge. And finally, to stay up to date with all things Feeling Female,
1: go to feelingfemaleaf.com and sign up to our mailing list.